Hey, hello, how are you? This is a show for everyone else. Instead of going after top 1% of the world, we dedicate this podcast to celebrate the lives of the unsung heroes and self-made artists. Hi there, this is Fei Wu, and I'm the host for this podcast called Face World. On February 5th, 2019, we celebrated the Chinese New Year, also known as the Year of the Pig. This is going to be a colorful and, dare I say, delicious episode. Nearly 200 episodes of the Face World podcast have been released, and we've spent a good amount of time talking about China, because that's where I grew up, but we've yet covered any topics on traditions, myths, uh, taboos, superstitions. Instead of going right back to the docu-series minis and regular interview episodes, I thought today is an opportunity for us to have a quick chat about the Chinese New Year. Happy New Year, Xin Nian Kuai Le. That's how we say it in Mandarin Chinese. The Chinese New Year celebration is not quite over for people living in China because it's a seven-day celebration. But in the Western world, you can experience Chinese culture at your own pace, first making some new Chinese friends, and more importantly, asking them to take you to Chinatown for a tour. If not, please do pay a visit by yourself or with your friends and loved ones. It's quite an experience. You may even get to see the line dance or Kung Fu demonstration. The good news is that there are Chinatowns everywhere in the world, even in small cities in the US. You can almost definitely find a Chinese community. I once lived in Scottsdale, Arizona for a climb project for about seven months. My mom came to visit me from China for a while and we ended up finding a thriving Chinese community there. Chinese New Year, also known as Spring Festival or Lunar New Year, is the grandest festival in China, with a seven-day long holiday for everybody. In certain parts of China, people could celebrate the New Year for up to two weeks. It's also the busiest travel season anywhere in China. Imagine for a second, when the majority of the population, 1.3 billion people, are going to be on the road, in the air. For Chinese people, Chinese New Year is just like Thanksgiving and Christmas in the US. And then it's an opportunity and could be the only opportunity for some people who live and work away from their family to actually go home. Here are some quick facts you can brag to your friends. The pig is the 12th of all the zodiac animals. I found some interesting information in English on ChineseNewYear.net and here I would like to share just some bits and pieces with you. According to one myth, the Jade Emperor said the order of these animals will be decided by the order in which they arrive to his party. And Pig was late because he overslept. Another story says that a wolf destroyed his house and he had to rebuild his home before he could set off. When he arrived, he was the last one and could only take the 12th place. The pig is also associated with the earthly branch and the hours 9 to 11 p.m. at night. In terms of yin and yang, the pig is yin. In Chinese culture, pigs are the symbol of wealth. Their chubby faces and big ears are signs of fortune as well. Pigs have a beautiful personality and are blessed with good fortune in life. So the recent years of the pigs are 1935, 
47, 59, 71, 83, all the way up to the most recent year being this year, 2019. And as you can hear or see from what I'm describing, it's every 12 years because again, there are 12 zodiac animals. As for me, my element is not just about being in the year 1983, which makes me a pig, but I also have a special element associated with the year I was born as a pig, which is water. These pigs with this very special water element are responsible and serious. They are full of ideas, but are easily influenced by others in relationships. This is a good thing because they listen and communicate well with their friends and family. They have good fortune and will retire with ample savings. I like that. I couldn't uh, help taking a look at my late father's Zodiac. Uh, he was also born um, during the year of the pig in 1947, which make his element the fire. These pigs are very dependent on other people. If they focus on a specific skill, they can build a solid foundation for their career. They're good with money too and have nothing to worry about in that aspect. They're pretty popular and get along well with everyone. However, romantic relationships are rockier. I think that was all very, very true for my dad. Next, I want to talk about Chinese New Year back in the day versus today. You know, I had the pleasure to really experience what it was like way before the digital age. Between the age of six and 10, I remember the Chinese New Year being the most joyful time of the year for me as a kid. We're talking about the late 80s and early 90s. My entire family living in Beijing would come together. It meant that most members of my mom's side of the family would be there. And my dad uh, was Cantonese and his family lived quite far away. So he would just tag along and join me and my mom. I had three cousins at the time. One was a few years older and the other two were just around my age. They were all boys. So we're talking about fun times and disastrous times, depending on the year. Making fresh dumplings was a must. Similar to Jewish families and making stuffed cabbage together, we made dumplings. Because there were always so many family members involved, we had several fillings for the dumplings. My favorite one being the shrimp, chive, and pork version. If you visit phaseworld.com forward slash CNY, which stands for Chinese New Year, CNY, I will list a super simple recipe there. You can control the portions of the ingredients mentioned just now, adding one to two eggs, season with salt and pepper, and you're pretty much done. Personally, I've always loved more veggies and seafood than meat. Pork makes it especially delicious and you don't even need that much of it. As for the dumpling wrappers, they're available at most of your local grocery stores and not just at the Chinese groceries. In fact, I found them at Target. You most likely wouldn't imagine that we kids drank every year during the Chinese New Year very special, Coca-Cola and Sprite. Yes, as crazy as it sounds, we inhaled them down our throats and we were really proud of it. There are great companions for dumplings and part of our New Year memories. I invented a particularly popular new drink, which was to combine Coke, 50% Coke and 50% Sprite together. My cousins went crazy for it. We never stopped mixing drinks. As for adults, they drank beers made in China, most likely Qingdao, and other baijiu, which means white liquor. I barely recall seeing wine of any kind. Well, today, the Chinese New Year celebrations has changed quite a bit for people living in the city because of traffic and endless entertainments offered right around them. People tend to gather 
less uh, as a large family, or they would change the dates around so it's more convenient and manageable around everybody's schedule. As a result of technology and the use of this super app in China called WeChat, which dominates more than 90% of all the cell phone users in China, it, it really allows people to talk and text and video chat with one another on a regular basis. Before we had cell phones and back in the 90s, the only time for everyone to actually gather would be on the New Year's Eve and sometimes on the New Year's Day, which felt a lot more special because it was. People's enthusiasm for the Chinese New Year really changed dramatically too, and is also reflected in the China's most watched annual television show on Chinese Lunar New Year's Eve. The show remains to be a live show, except that you can now stream it and watch it later pretty much anytime you want. Back in the day, it was our only opportunity to watch the show and witness all the superstars gather in one place to perform. From stand-up comedy to circus acts, singing, talent shows, animal performing on stage, and everything in between. In fact, in 1993, my dad got us two tickets to see the show live. Jackie Chan, who was my hero, was there too, eating his instant noodles before he went on stage. I remember my dad pushed me forward to ask for an autograph, but I was too shy to do it. I was also quite shocked by the instant noodle uh, because not just Jackie Chan, but all the other mainland Hong Kong actors and movie stars were eating less than average food behind the stage. And it was shocking to see the hard work that people had to do. Rehearsals for these shows typically run for weeks and oftentimes months. With that said, the 2019's Chinese New Year show had more viewers than before, according to Xinhua Net. This year, more than 621 million people in China and another 24 million people overseas watched the show on television, while a surging number of viewers, 527 million, watched it on new media platforms such as apps, website, video streaming sites, and social media. Oh my goodness, it's a mouthful. So, hey, I hope you find this episode different and interesting. I'm not a Chinese historian or guru, but I was born and raised there until I was about 17. I love to tell you and just more people in general about the Chinese culture and help you experience more good food as well. In fact, I'll be sure to follow up with an episode on the Chinese dim sum, which is the equivalent of small dishes food like tapas. Watch out for that, and uh, if you like this episode, please hit the subscribe button. That's the best way for us to stay in touch and to show your support. I mega appreciate it. If there are aspects of the Chinese culture that interest you in particular, please connect with me on social media at FaceWorld, F-E-I-S-W-O-R-L-D. Until next time, thanks so much for listening. Thank you.